2: Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Radio.
3: Living the dream on this NFL playoff Saturday. This is Hartman and Salam and we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com we're going to help get you there. An unmatched selection. Fast free shipping. Free road hazard protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. So we are off and running on these NFL playoffs and we have reached halftime in the first game and Ephraim all week long, Cleveland Browns. Joe Flacco favored on the road against the upstart Houston Texans. But this first half, if there were any doubts about C.J. Stroud? I don't know how there could have been any doubts about this kid. How about these first half stats with the Texans leading the Browns, 24 to 14, 11 of 16 passing, 236 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions in his first half. As a playoff quarterback. So, you know, sometimes you say, all right, he's a rookie. Regular season's one thing. It's next level when he gets to the postseason. Actually, he's taking his game next level. That's his right. best first half of the entire year. You, you know what? When Against he, the Cleveland Browns defense, by the way. W-
4: top two defense in the league. Yeah. When you say all of that, do you know the first thing that pops in my mind? Mm. What was Carolina thinking?
3: Yeah. I know. <laughs>
4: <laughs> right. Before we get to how excellent uh of a rookie season CJ Stroud has had and what he's meant to that organization uh and to D'Amico Ryan's, what was Carolina thinking? And they traded up to get
3: Bryce. They traded up. In other words, they have the first pick in the draft, but they don't have the first pick in the draft. It's now property of the Chicago Bears. And And it's not a pick swap. It's they have their pick. Here's what I did not understand about CJ Stroud. His last college game was that playoff game against Georgia, which was his best game he ever had at Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Not only was he throwing the ball over the place, we against saw it his there. We premier, saw it, yeah. But he was using his legs as well. And I remember after that game, more impressed with Stroud than I'd ever been in his couple of years as an Ohio State starter. And then it was as we were leading up to the draft, we're hearing like he's falling. <laughs> Like, Will Levis is going to be top two pick. I mean, we knew that Houston was going to take a quarterback, but they were throwing Levis out there, Anthony Richardson out there. You know, Bryce Young was, you know, signed, sealed, and delivered to the Carolina Panthers. And it was like, C.J. Stroud's going to be that one guy on draft day that's going to watch all these names fly in front of him. Well, Houston did not buy into that, and they made him the second overall pick and they are reaping the benefits. So, again, 24-14, Houston leading the Cleveland Browns at the half. Joe Flacco's playing fine, 15-19, 172 yards, one touchdown, no picks. So they're throwing the ball well effectively. Uh, Neither team has much of a running game, but C.J. Stroud is just playing out of his mind right now and cannot be stopped. So we'll see how this game progresses. We have one other game coming up a little bit later on today, Ephraim, we're going to be talking plenty about. And that's the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Miami Dolphins. Do you realize how the entire playoff schedule changed with one game last week?
4: (laughs) Yeah. Unbelievable. How how goofy do they feel?
3: If Miami had beaten Buffalo, Miami would be hosting Buffalo this week. So not only would we not have the Buffalo situation where they had to move that game from tomorrow to Monday, but Miami would avoid having to go into Kansas City Here's the projection right now updated for you. Game time temperature, negative two. As far as wind chill is concerned, they were initially saying minus 30. It could be approaching minus 40 degrees wind chill. Now, I've asked you many times, Ephraim, in your many years, 13 seasons in the NFL, playing under extreme conditions,
4: yep, I've whether been, it's been through it all.
3: snow, rain, wind, cold or heat those are five take any one of those mm-hmm. heat cold rain snow wind and take it to the extreme in any one of those what is the most challenging the cold the, the, the,
4: well I, to I'll the say extreme it because extreme is snow blizzard right what what we saw last week.
3: Right, we had the snow blizzard last week. Uh, last week. Or you have a that, torrential that, downpour like you had in the New England. Torrential
4: downpour, it is what it is. As an offensive lineman, we lining up. We just going to windy roll, day? We going to roll. Wendy's is 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 a, is a wrap. Everything favors offensive linemen when the weather goes bad. Right. Everything favors the running game mm-hmm. when the weather, when it's too windy, got to hand the ball off. When it's too wet, got to hand the ball off. The snow is a problem when it's freezing and it's snow because then nobody wants to make contact with anybody. It, it's the worst of the disasters you can have in terms of weather. All right. Like if it's too hot, it's just hot. I mean, it is what it is. I All mean, right. I played in Florida. for So know. I'm going to put you in the locker room of
3: either the Chiefs or the Dolphins out at Arrowhead right now, and you're getting your mindset for the game, however you normally do it. Do you think about the weather? I mean, I've I've heard you describe, like, you you don't want to think about it, but as soon as you get out that tunnel and the reality of how cold it is will hit you like a ton of bricks.
4: Yes, your breath. You can't even –
3: it affects your chest. Right, like breathing because it's so cold. I mean, we're talking about a game that could go down as one of the five coldest games ever played in the history of the National Football League in terms of wind chill. Um so how, how do you mentally prepare for that, especially
4: knowing what's at stake in a playoff game? Well, you just try to ignore it. It's hard to ignore. As soon as somebody makes contact with you, it feels like somebody took a knife to your arm. Or to your, you get your foot stepped on, your finger smashed. Everything is heightened when it comes to the aches, the pains. It's hard for your body to warm up. So if you have a nagging injury or something like that, the, it gets cold, right? Now, are it, it, you wearing thermals and everything? Everyone's curious. Like, what do you, what offensive do you wear? Offensive line, when I played. Yeah. <laughs> back in my day. Nah. But uh, we had this thing. We didn't want to be concerned with weather, so we didn't. It was a fine if you wore sleeves. Right. But you could have the thermal, uh, like, uh, mock neck with the sleeves cut off. did that actually work against you, though? Because,
3: you know, you're sort of holding heat in and, and the contrast to the extreme cold?
4: No, nah, it, it, it just – look, man, you go out there and play. Right. Well, it's going to be cold. It's cold for both sides. Right? It is, It's absolutely. cold for both sides. In
3: fact, Andy Reid was asked about, do the Chiefs have an advantage? Now, some of the stats would definitely tell you that. I think in their last 10 games where it's sub-40 weather, Miami's 1-9, and nine, and the Chiefs are like 10-0 and 0 under similar circumstances. Well, you have but the Andy advantage said, if you live there. But Andy says, this, this, we don't live in this kind of weather.
4: No, but you're used to it. It's happened. You've gone to the grocery store in it. Like, but it, in it,
3: sub-zero weather, it's yeah, one thing a bit different between it, it, a 20-degree
4: day it's ha- and a negative 2-degree day. Cold is cold. When you're coming from Miami, negative 2, 30, it's all cold. Do you realize as far as the wind, ch- there could be a 100-degree. They're showing the announcers
3: out on the field right now. Looking miserable.
4: Looking miserable.
3: Why why do they feel compelled to have him out on the field?
4: No, I've been we've been underneath in the <laughs> locker room area somewhere uh, one the press room right. down there.
3: You can always see their faces start to glow. Like your face starts to freeze. Yes. And it is absolute insanity for this game. So, uh by the way, we have a number of stories we're going to get to that happened. It was a pretty quiet week in the NFL, right?
4: <laughs> you think? I mean, what, did any I mean, did
3: anything happen? I mean, it was one of those things where we were sitting here last Saturday already talking about you know coaches that could be fired. We talked to Adam Kaplan about that, and we we're just like, like who's going to get the can? And suddenly, you know, the usual suspects got run. We knew Ron Rivera was going to get run. Mm-hmm. That was certainly no surprise. And we knew the Belichick thing was probably going to happen. But we had to wait a couple of days. I don't know if you saw any of that press conference, but it was bizarre. So Bob Kraft and Bill Belichick get out on the stage together, and it's pretty much all smiles and hugs and, hey, appreciate what you've done the last 24 years. And then Kraft talked alone. And all he could talk about was how unacceptable the last three to four years have been. (laughs) And he was very specific in his timeline sense you told me to get rid of Tom Brady. Everything has gone downhill. Yeah. So we need to change. And he was talking about, you know, we, we we hold the future of this franchise. We owe it to the fans and everything else. He made it infinitely clear. I fired Bill Belichick. He was fired. Yes. This was not some kind of, you know, love affair,
4: mutual. Well, he started out by saying, hey, Bill and I talked and we mutually agreed. <laughs> To part ways. <laughs> How many, in a relationship, somebody always wants the other gone more. Right.
3: How many times did you get called in by a team where you mutually decided? We both
4: decided <laughs> to part ways. Exactly. That happened absolutely never.
3: <laughs> never. is exactly right. But we, we came to an understanding. We came to an understanding. All right, I want to get into some of these vacancies out there. Also, it was a huge news with Nick Saban stepping down. We have some theories about the timing of Nick Saban deciding his time at Alabama had run its course. And also, we got new coaches at Alabama and a new coach with the New England Patriots. we got all these games to get to. Again, not three games tomorrow, too. The Buffalo-Pittsburgh game because of snow, not the extreme cold because of snow, has now been moved to Monday. So, a doubleheader today, doubleheader Tomorrow, and a doubleheader on Martin Luther King holiday. We continue on. This is Fox Football Saturday.
1: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. you to be a part of it. We're gonna be talking sports of course, but we're also gonna talk life and relationships. And if Rich and I are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time, it will continue on our after show called Overpromised. Well if you don't get enough Cavino and Rich, make sure you check out Overpromised and also Uncensored by the way. So maybe we'll go at it even a little harder. It's gonna be the best after show podcast of all time. There you go. Overpromising. And remember you could see it on YouTube, but definitely join us. Listen to Overpromised with Cavino and Rich on the iHeartRadio app. Terms and conditions apply.
3: Steve Harbin and Ephraim Salam. This is Fox Football Saturday. Second half underway. Now Houston leading Cleveland 24-14. to 14. Got 11 and a half minutes to go in the third quarter. And C.J. Stroud just picking up where he left off in the first half. I mean, he is throwing the ball beautifully so far. And uh, let's see if uh, Joe Flackham and company can come back and make a game of this. By the way, did you know that Discover wants everyone to feel special? That's why with your Discover card, you have to access 24-7 customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply.
4: Can we just take a moment? Watching this game and, and and commend both of these organizations about you know what they've done. I don't think anybody had either of these teams huh. uh, playing on this weekend right now against each other, uh, especially not Houston. This time last year, I mean the organization was in shambles and so many question marks and bringing in D'Amico Ryan's young, energetic, defensive coordinator, uh, former second round draft pick and team captain and defensive rookie of the year for the Texans. One of my teammates Uh, and then winning the draft. They won the draft, obviously getting probably two of the, Top five players in all the entire draft. This is what happens when you when you build the right way. One year. Think about one person that
3: affected both these franchises, Deshaun Watson. How about that? I mean, this is the Deshaun Watson Bowl. This is the Deshaun so Watson Bowl. So his unraveling with the Texans yep. led them to make the deal with Cleveland. Cleveland went all in on Deshaun Watson. All I in. mean, all in, despite all the problems that he was facing. He returns, but he's does not resemble the player he was when he was with the Houston Texans. Not yet. He finally had put it together for one second half. He did. And then he's hurting out he for the rest hurt. of the year. Yeah. And they're scrambling to find a quarterback, and they wake up Joe Flacco sleeping on his, on his couch, and he's done an unbelievable job to get him to this point. But one player, Deshaun Watson, had a major impact on both these teams. And yet they both overcame Deshaun
4: Watson. They did. They did. And they're here. Because you talk about
3: D'Amico Ryans, and if you're saying anyone challenges him for coach of the year, it's Kevin Stefanski. I mean, they lost their quarterback. They lost their running back. They lost their two starting offensive tackles.
4: Yeah. Right? Yeah. And – here they are. Hey man, it's it, it's it's amazing what good leadership can do for for organization. We talked a lot last week about trust, mm-hmm. uh, and it starts with the with the owner, and then trickles down to the head coach, and then the staff that you put together. If those guys in the locker room believe in you and trust you, this is what you get.
3: All right, so we see D'Amico Ryans return to the organization Mm -hmm. where he started his career. I got to believe that the New England Patriots and their hiring of Gerard Mayo, who, by the way, was the defensive rookie of the year two years after D'Amico Ryans, and with the Patriots, and he's been part of that coaching staff. Now, he was not a coordinator, but anyway, defensive coordinator is really Belichick anyway. He's been doing the linebackers. But I think they looked at the D'Amico Ryans' success in Houston, mm-hmm. and his rapport in that locker room, you know, as a younger assistant coach turned head coach, and you're looking at Mayo, who now is the youngest head coach, just slightly over Sean McVay. <laughs> Sean McVay still was the youngest coach in the league <laughs> until now Mayo's hiring. But what did, what did you make of really not going through the process? And they were allowed to. They didn't break any rules, by the way, the Patriots, by hiring Mayo from within the organization. But do you think that he can have the same kind of impact on that Patriot team and get them back on track? Because they're not completely void of talent, certainly no. not on the defense. Well, they side. they,
4: they got to really figure out what they're trying to do at the quarterback position. Well,
3: I mean, you have to decide, is Bill O'Brien your future as your offensive coordinator? Do I, you, I don't think so. Do you bring Josh McDaniels back? I don't think so. Or do you finally go outside you of the You have to.
4: I, I think in order for them to be successful, they have to start – Evolving offensively, all right? This is not Tom Brady. It won't be Tom Brady. Uh, I believe. What do they have? The fifth pick in the draft, or something like that.
3: I think they have fourth pick. Fourth, or, or pick. the Chargers? This, I think have the fourth pick. This
4: is a quarterback rich draft. I don't think either of either of the quarterbacks there uh, getting a new coach and a new offensive coordinator isn't going to. Patriots have the third pick in third the draft. Third pick in the draft. The Patriots, uh, so they're in prime position. Well, they are. Now uh, let's prime just position. let's just stop for a second here.
3: All right. So the Panthers and what? It, it, trade before their you say Bears, that, before
4: yeah. you say that, they haven't drafted well.
3: No, they haven't. So, and, but that was Belichick, <laughs> right? The draft. Exactly. They still have to first decide. I mean, you hired Mayo as your head coach. Do you have a general manager?
4: Oh, that that's right. He's gone too, right? Well, oh, that would be Belichick. Belichick. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, he ran the I, whole yeah. show. Oh yeah, yeah.
3: So you you hire a coach that means you're bringing in a general manager that has no say in the hiring of your coach. So they did this a little bit backwards. But if you're the Patriots right now, look, I've been I've been really following the Bears on what they're going to do with this number one overall pick. So they're keeping their coach, which to me says, look, we went from a three win team to a seven win team. That's progress. That's progress. That's hard to do. And. Inconsistent, yes, but progress with Justin Fields over the course of the year. So you're the Commanders are sitting at two. You know they're taking a quarterback. Have to. And the Patriots need to take a quarterback, have or to. do they? They yes, have to.
4: They have to. Okay, so Mac Jones is not the answer. So he's not salvageable. No, so what happens is you've done more damage than good. Good rookie year, right? Completely set him back. Now this year just a, just a wash, right? So now it. It's hard to come in after three years, after all the changes, and then build you back up. Now, this would be a perfect opportunity for him to go somewhere else, Mm -hmm. fresh start, and really learn without the politics and, and and, and the Tom Brady hanging over your head. That's a tough spot to slide into. Here's here's the bomb. You got a guy like Bill O'Brien when you have people that were in the organization
3: throughout that Brady era. Mm-hmm. You're Bill O'Brien and you're when you're with the Patriots, you're used to dealing with Tom Brady. When you're when you're trying to translate that information to not Tom Brady doesn't work. It just doesn't, doesn't work. work and then doesn't the work. frustration rises because you're like, I don't understand. Brady understood this. Why don't you understand this? I mean, that's really
4: what it comes down to. Yeah, and and what we're seeing in Green Bay, Green Bay isn't trying to make uh, uh, Jordan Love Aaron Rodgers. Nor were they trying to make Aaron Rodgers Brett Favre. It, it, you have to sever that. And when you don't switch out and, and give – this young quarterback a fresh start a new start a respectable start not a defensive coordinator (laughs) right they don't play games with the special teams coach uh you know on and off calling the plays you 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 put them under uh, under duress and you take away that's three years he could have been using because normally for a rookie quarterback the third year is when you want to see him take that huge jump
3: Three years, three offensive coordinators. It's
4: not now. This is
3: what happened to Alex Smith. Remember with the 49ers? Yeah. And then finally, when Jim Harbaugh came in, he settled everything down. And from that point with San Francisco and later with Kansas City, Alex Smith was a winner. He went over 65% of his starts. People forget that about Alex Smith, how
4: much he won. Oh, he's a winning quarterback.
3: Absolutely. A winning quarterback. Limited, but he understood his limitations. And that really is what it's going to come down to. Now, as far as the draft is concerned, I, what's your gut feeling? Do you think the Bears are going to take the quarterback?
4: Yes. You do? Yeah, because now Justin Fields has value. He has value. Not for them. But we just, I mean, there's some rumblings that Caleb Williams doesn't want to play for Chicago. So, if there's a situation where they say, "Okay, we can, we can trade out of this spot,"
3: yeah, but you're not going to get a one for Fields. No, if they know you're no. hanging on to the first pick, you're not. No, you, but you'd that, be lucky to
4: get a third round pick. But if they are going to hold on to him, this right. is a good spot to build value around him.
3: My gut is they're going to keep him. <laughs> I think they're trading the pick, which, by the way, suddenly puts it up to the commanders and Patriots. On the other side, I want to get to a little bit of some of the early buzz. Everyone says Caleb Williams, Caleb Williams, Caleb Williams. Hold, Hold on up. to that Hold thought. Hold on. Hold on to that thought. All right, let's find out what is trending right now. And is this real that Eddie Garcia is in the house? It's not a dream,
5: Steve. <laughs> it I is, mean, it's real.
3: I walked in, and I could not believe that Eddie was here. Eddie, of course, the master, the man that uh, basically runs Ben Maller's show.
5: That's accurate, yes.
3: Very subtly.
5: The man pulling
3: the strings. Uh, One of my absolute favorite shows in the history of this amazing network over here. What's going on, Eddie?
5: A little NFL playoff football going on as Super Wildcard Weekend has gotten underway and what a first half in Houston for the Texans and their rookie quarterback CJ Stroud as they are hosting the Cleveland Browns uh Stroud with three touchdown passes in the first half here was the biggest play
1: here's a little drop back and a pass to Brevin Jordan right side across the 35 cuts inside 40 50 the 40 right sideline he's gonna go all the way Brevin Jordan to the end zone no flags touchdown my goodness The Texans go 76 yards in one play to retake the lead on Cleveland.
5: 76-yard touchdown pass, courtesy of Texans radio. Uh, Stroud also had touchdown passes of 15 yards and 37 yards. And the defense now getting involved as well as Joe Flacco has just been intercepted and returned for a touchdown point after touchdown pending but right now 30 to 14 the Houston Texans
3: Eddie let me just interject yes. Steven Nelson with the 82 yard wow. pick 6 for the Houston Texans
4: That's big Oh my goodness yes let's go Houston Town uh, stand up
5: Yeah it's looking good for Houston to move on next week to take on the number 1 seed Baltimore uh in the playoffs but 31 14 Texans leading the Browns 605 to go in the third quarter and against CJ Stroud with 3 Touchdown passes coming up at 8 o'clock Eastern time. Frigid Kansas City Chiefs host the Dolphins. As you were talking about, Steve, the forecast to kick off below zero in this one. Uh, there are reports that Miami running back Raheem Mostert and wide receiver Jalen Waddle will both play in this one. Of course, Mostert, uh, what a great regular season he had. 18 touchdowns to lead the NFL. Uh, Waddle's nursing an ankle and Mostert knee and ankle injuries. But again, they are expected to play in that game in kansas city as for weather affecting games bill steelers originally scheduled for sunday moved to monday because of severe weather scheduled for buffalo tomorrow that game now on monday 4 30 p.m eastern time kickoff on the Martin Luther King holiday. Some college basketball. We had a battle of ranked teams. Number three, Kansas, beat number nine, Oklahoma, 78 66. Top ranked Purdue over Penn State, 95 66. The upset of the day, Texas A&M beats number six, Kentucky, in overtime, 97 92. You had wins for number five, Tennessee, seventh right North Carolina, number 15, Wisconsin, eighteenth ranked BYU, number 19, San Diego State, number 20, Utah State, number 21 Clemson, and number 22 Creighton. And one NHL final, the Capitals beat the Rangers. Three to two. Now back to Ibram Salam and Steve Hartman in the TireRack.com Fox Sports Radio Studios.
3: Eddie, great to have you here. Thank you so much. We'll check in with you a little bit later on. Once again, we're coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. All right, so wow, pick six, 82-yard pick six. This game is uh, running out on the Cleveland Browns, certainly running in the favor of the Houston Texans. Now the Texans as the four-seed. With a win today would be guaranteed – well, not guaranteed. That's right. We have to wait because the number 1 seed will play the lowest seed. But if they go into Baltimore to take on the Ravens – and we talked about this. We talked about the fact that as the number 1 seed, both the 49ers and the Ravens sat their quarterbacks the final week of the year, meaning they have not one week off but two weeks off before their next game. You got the Houston Texans. If they're heading to Baltimore, coming off a big win at home – all the momentum, nothing to lose, big underdogs on the road, feeling good about yourself, C.J. Stroud and, you know, just red hot right now. I wouldn't be all that comfortable if I were the Ravens no, no, no. welcoming and, and, this team and, and to And town. Lamar
4: and the Ravens have been in this situation, right? They, they know – Lamar, this is a huge year for them in the in the, in the organization, well, especially you got, after you got what the happened money. in twenty nineteen. You are one and three in the playoffs. Yep, great quarter. You are going to be the league MVP. Mm-hmm. There is a lot on the line here. He has to step up and show out. The problem is, if it's a Houston Texans team, they don't know they're not supposed to be this good. That's right, and that is always dangerous when you have a young quarterback who can make every throw, who's poised. No one has sped him up all year. He threw five picks all year. That's a recipe for disaster for the Baltimore, for the number one seed.
3: Well, when you look at the matchup, all of the pressure they would have, be on the Ravens. They have 100% of the, the pressure. The Texans
4: win this game. There's zero pressure on them. There's zero pressure in this game. Right. They were underdogs in this game against the Browns. So they're you're playing with house money. That's like stepping into a casino, them giving you one million dollars and saying, Hey, have fun in here tonight. You're liable to do anything at the tables.
3: I remember when the Rams with Kurt Warner and that amazing story in nineteen ninety one, you know, they had nine straight losing seasons. They have a backup quarterback out of European football and arena football, mm-hmm. and they're red hot, and then you're still they but they still got to navigate the playoffs. But they didn't know what they were up against. So they were just out there
4: doing their thing. Just doing their thing. The next thing you know, they're handing you the trophy. The 98 Falcons. Yeah. The Dirty Birds. Oh, we was just out there just playing. Yeah. We were just playing. We went to Minnesota. It was the number one team in the history of the league.
3: Highest scoring team in the league history Ever. at that point.
4: We just were like, all right, man, we just going to show up and, and see what happens.
3: Well, that's where the Texans are right now, looking great. Great in their 31-14 lead over Cleveland right now. Still plenty of time to play. Joe Flacco's going to have to come up with a drive soon, though. And this is one thing about Flacco, since his return to the NFL, he's done a lot of things really positive. In fact, he's leading the league in yards passing per game since his return to the NFL. But he has thrown picks. So you know he's taking chances which well, is yeah, not but, well, a bad thing because he's you know getting the ball down the field and, and you
4: got to realize he was under duress on the on the pick he threw he weren't able, he wasn't able to step into that throw so right. that wasn't just him off target that was an off the right tackle got beat and uh defensive in uh, uh, around the waist of, of Flacco and he tried to get the ball out which you know kind of, you know, floated in the air. And, and uh, Texas player ran. Un- Nelson ran underneath and returned it.
3: This Texans defense looking tough as well right now. In fact, they just forced a fourth down for the Cleveland Browns. So it's getting worse for Cleveland as Will Anderson Jr. made a big play there. All right, uh, getting back to this NFL draft. So, again, you got the Bears with the number one overall pick, Commanders at two, New England with three. And we know both the Commanders – and New England, the quarterbacks, and the Bears were not sure about. So, you know, the Bears are going to play coy. They're going to see what you have to offer. But then it's okay, who are you going after? Remember what we talked about mm-hmm. between Bryce Young and CJ Stroud? And I, both of us are, and again, I'm not yet ready to completely turn the page. Oh, my. Joe Flacco just threw another pick six. Joe Flacco just threw oh my another pick pick 6. It's over. So Joe Flacco is completely unraveling, back-to-back pick sixes. That was on a fourth down play that they decided to go for nah,
4: it. Nah, just that's the bad move right there.
3: And he it's throws too, too a time walk-in in
4: pick six. So much time left in the game. That's a lot of pressure to put on a quarterback. Well, this game is over. Yeah, it is over. It is
3: now about to be 38 to 14 Houston with 4 minutes to go in the third. But on a fourth down and short, they decided go for it wow, and throw the ball. And, wow. You that can't, is You
4: can't do that. You can't go for it on your, on your own 35-yard yeah. line. What is happening right now? It's the third quarter. Well, it's over.
3: 38-14, to 14, Houston Texans are going to advance. The strength of the team is the defense. Yes. So, if, uh, if Kansas City and Buffalo prevail at home, uh, the – Houston Texans will now play at Baltimore to take on the Ravens. Um, But getting back to the draft, we're talking about what to do if you end up with that number one pick. And we've been talking about Caleb Williams, Caleb Williams, Caleb Williams. And I keep hearing Drake May, Drake May, Drake May. Drake May flew under the radar the entire year at North Carolina. They didn't have a great team. Yeah, because they didn't win. They didn't win big. Uh, Drake May did not have the same numbers he had a year ago. But everyone says this about Drake May. When he shows up for workouts, look out. Like, Drake May is going to be the guy that is going to blow people away at the workouts. Whether it's well, we the Combine, it's in the private month. work. It is coming very, very shortly. And then it comes down to... Making the right choice. I have not completely given up on Bryce Young, but I'll concede this: Bryce Young will never be the quarterback in the NFL that C.J. Stroud no, already and, and, is. And, and
4: from the workouts and from the combine, and from all for the from the pro days, oh, I, I didn't see him being better than him then. I didn't. I'm sorry. Look, man, this is big man's game. How good is Ty? Uh, um, um, um. no Uh. Kyler Murray doing
1: yeah
3: well I mean he was a
4: pro bowler his first two years how good is he doing yeah how good did, did Bryce Young look
3: Russell Wilson won a Super Bowl under six feet yeah Drew Brees set all kinds of career records first of all six feet
4: Russell Wilson was thick yeah okay what about Drew Brees Drew Brees is a is it they're the outliers. Exactly, he's an anomaly, right? You you have outliers. I in, have no in, idea a, a, across the board
3: how there was that many passes in the arm of Drew Brees. You know, it's, I, it's, you know after, especially of,
4: after the, the 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 uh the so- shoulder surgery.
3: You realize he had a game at Purdue. He had eighty three attempts in one game. Okay,
4: man, <laughs> eighty three in one game. Well, that's why he had to retire because that thing was dead. But he played 20 years in the NFL yeah, after that. After the surgery. Remember, he, yeah. what, the third year in the league, his well, arm But let's was face gone. it, Sean
3: Payton also made some adjustments in their offense. Well, Those yeah. last three
4: or four years, he wasn't throwing over no, 20 yards. No, he couldn't. He couldn't. Yeah. But he was throwing in an incredibly high accuracy. But, well, right? but what I'm saying yeah. is size matters. Hand size matters. Well, between Drake matters. May and
3: Caleb Williams, size is not a factor for you to and, and,
4: and so what I'm saying now is w- when you – are evaluating these quarterbacks, Mm -hmm. right? We watched them all at the Combine last year and all of that. Nothing about Bryce Young outside of him going to Alabama and having the success he had there made Mm. him, in my opinion, a better prospect than C.J. Stroud. I just didn't see it. What worked against C.J. Stroud was the negative
3: history of Ohio State quarterbacks. Yes. I mean, I mean, they 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 would had they had remember, these Ohio State quarterbacks remember, with lofty numbers, and they weren't
4: producing in the NFL. Four years ago, we were saying the same thing about Miami. Uh, I mean, uh, Alabama quarterbacks. Yeah,
3: yeah, but then all of a four sudden, four years ago. But then you had Jalen Hurts, Tua Tagovailoa, Mac Jones coming off a great rookie season. Right. So it seemed like all right, they've got their. But
4: prior to that, yeah. A.J. McCarron and whoever else. Yeah, but Ohio State had J.T.
3: Barrett, Cardell Jones, Dwayne Haskins. I mean, wasn't good. And no, things were not good. going well with Justin Fields. So that was why maybe a lot of people and, – and look at all the – offense, and they had great wide receiver talent. And if you watch those Ohio State games, seriously – you got wide receivers that are just running away from defenders. Well, they
4: had, wide they open. had, profe- they had pro athletes, right. at, You know, playing in college,
3: right? So the question was, how much was C.J. Stroud's success Ohio State based? Hey, he man. had he had three receivers his junior that all made All American. Yeah, three, he,
4: he, three, yeah. <laughs> not yeah. one,
3: not two, three of them on the AP All American team. Yep. On the same team. All right, uh, we continue on here. Again, it is a blowout. 38-14, to Houston over Cleveland. All right, weather aside, <laughs> we know weather's a big factor, obviously, in this game coming up between the Dolphins and the Chiefs. But let's take the weather out of the equation. What do the Dolphins have to do to beat the Chiefs in KC? Can they get it done? We'll break it down. This is Fox Football Saturday.
1: Terms and conditions apply. Here's Flacco getting the snap. Here's some pressure by Barnett, and Flacco releases just in time. It's picked up by Stephen Nelson. He's got the INT across the 30, the 40, the 50, right sideline, the 40, the 30, 20, 15, 10, five, yes. six. Yes, even Nelson. Yes, take that, Cleveland.
3: That's the Texans Radio Network. They added another pick six, 38-14 Texans all over the Cleveland Browns. This is Fox Football Saturday. Steve Harbini from Salam with you. We are live from the TireRack.com studios. So while the outcome of this game seems to be set, we have another game coming up where weather is going to play a major role for both these teams. As Andy Reid said, when you have this kind of weather, (laughs) We're not talking cold. We're talking historic cold, where the wind chill factor could be one of the five coldest games ever played in 100 plus years of the National Football League, where wind chill can now approach negative 40. Man. Okay. So let's talk about the Dolphins' offense under these conditions. Now, you think about warm weather Miami, they're not a great road team to begin with, they're a horrible cold weather team. But you do have Tyreek Hill,
4: who is Waddle is also he playing.
3: Is the most dangerous player on the field for either one of these teams. He was when he was a Chief, and now he is with the Miami Dolphins. I agree. So you're, you're Mike McGanny, You've got to figure out a way to get the ball into the hands of Tyreek Hill as many times as you can. I mean, that's the way I And, and conversely, if you're the Chiefs, you got to take Tyreek Hill out if you can possibly take him out of the game. We know that his bread and butter are those crossing patterns where he gets one step. It's over. Gone. Bye-bye. Mm, gone. So let's talk about Miami's strategy here. You would think, I don't know if there's any, well, the wind's going to be a factor. Obviously, if we're talking wind chilled, that drops a negative two temperature into the negative 30s, wind will be a factor here. So what's your plan of attack? Chiefs obviously have an outstanding defense, but Miami's had a great offense all season long. How do they take on that Kansas City Chiefs defense with those kind of conditions?
4: Um David Achen and Moster. Moster. Yeah. You're running the ball. Aitchen is, is a problem. Yeah. He's averaging nine yards of carry. He's a pro- he's an issue. Yeah. His change of pace, when you hand the ball off to him or you flare him out of the backfield, and you throw it to him in the flat, it's a situation. That's how you control one of these type of weather games, right? The, the advantage I give to Miami is they specialize in short routes, right? They get the ball to their playmakers immediately. So it's not a lot of drop. I mean, they can drop back and they will throw it down the field, especially if, if Wado and Tariq's out there. But they will get the ball to their playmakers now and in these type of games that's what you need. Ball's not spending a lot of time in the air, wind's not whipping it around. The, the 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 further it is and the further you have to go, the harder it comes down. You get it to them at the line of scrimmage, you let them make people miss. You know, a lot of it's going to be a lot of missed tackles out here today. No matter how good a tackle you are when you're freezing, you are freezing. So just look for Miami to take advantage. Of getting the ball to their playmakers around the line of scrimmage and letting them they lead the league in yards after catch. So
3: when you when you look at games that have been played under extreme weather conditions, oftentimes you see high scoring games. Because it would seem to me, Ephraim, that there is an advantage if you're an offensive player mm-hmm. when the conditions are extreme. Because well, you know where you're going. Yeah, yeah. You know, especially when you're talking about a wide receiver like Tyreek Hill. He knows where he's intending to go.
4: Yes, he does.
3: And you're a defender doing your best to follow him. And if that deep freeze slows you down one step,
4: <laughs> it's over.
3: Or you lose your footing, Bad, I mean, man. that field is going to have to be treacherous, right? Oh, it will be. There's only so
4: much you can do to warm there's, up a field. There's only so much you can do.
3: And it is going to be absolutely ice cold. I think, the, look, at the conventional wisdom is everything points to a Kansas City victory. Everything. I mean, the Dolphins are a terrible cold-weather team. This is going to be the coldest game in Dolphins history. It's going to be the coldest game also in Chiefs history. It's going to be fun to watch, though. By the way, if you haven't heard, Peacock is the only way you're going to see that show. And here's what you do. You sign up for Instacart. And you get a free, free subscription to Peacock. And then you can cancel after two weeks and not pay a penny. I'm just telling you, don't be suckered, folks. Am I in trouble for saying that? No. We looked it up. It actually works. All right, much more coming up. This is Fox Football Saturday. Rolling along on this NFL Saturday. This is Fox Football Saturday. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com. We're going to help get to there. and unmatched selection. Fast, free shipping. Free road hazard protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Devin Singletary, touchdown run, extending Houston's lead to 45-14. to 14. Twelve and a half minutes to go uh, in the first Uh, in the uh, fourth quarter of this game. So this game is over. Now, as far as who Houston will play in the next round, they are rooting. I don't know. I mean, think about this. So if the Chiefs and Bills prevail at home, and they're both prohibitive favorites to do so, Then we're going to see Houston on the road against the number 1 seed, Baltimore Ravens. Remember, the seeding for the next round is based on the high seed versus the lowest seed. So if the Dolphins pull an upset or the Steelers pull an upset on the road, uh, they would be the teams that would be taking on the Baltimore Ravens. By the way, this is really bad news for the Detroit Lions. I'm going to tell you why, Ephraim, Mm -hmm. because you know what I've been saying. So we've been asking the last couple weeks, take the Ravens and the 49ers out. Yes. Give us a potential matchup in the Super Bowl. And I cited history, which is something I do. You do do that. Buddy Parker is going to be inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame this year. If you don't know the name Buddy Parker, he was the Detroit Lions coach in the 50s that beat the Cleveland Browns in back-to-back NFL championship games. In fact, the Browns and the Lions face each other four out of six years in the NFL championship game between 52 and 57. So I've been saying all along, if one is going to make it, both are going to make it. Or one is out, both are out. Mm. So all of a sudden, I'm looking at this game tomorrow with the Lions hosting against the Los Angeles Rams. And this is a Rams team that has a quarterback that has a Super Bowl ring. This is a Rams team that that's playing some red hot football right now with a coach that knows how to navigate the postseason. He's taken two teams to the Super Bowl. I'm a Dan Campbell fan. I love what he's brought to the city of Detroit. I was talking to my brother in law, who's been a lifelong Lions fan. We have a lot of excited. Chris, obviously, here is a big Lions fan. Watching Cleveland today. I'm getting a sinking feeling about the Lions tomorrow. Well, you, this is can't, based you on, can't marry them.
4: Don't marry him.
3: Well, I this is the way it works. When I people run to the bank when I come out with strong opinions okay, on games. Right. You've been witness to some of my some of the worst picks in history. I was buying into this Cleveland team. I didn't think that this honestly was going to be a tough game for them against the Texans, and Joe Flacco all of a sudden looks like a guy that was on the couch. And I just get the sneaking suspense. I mean, seriously, Jared Goff versus Matthew Stafford. Close your eyes, and which one of those quarterbacks is walking off the field with a smile on his face? Mm. I see far more now, all of a sudden, of Matthew Stafford doing that than I
4: do Goff. What's your thoughts on that game? Uh, I can see that. I, I, with my eyes closed, I could see. I could see that. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And by the way, oh, if, if you man. don't the Rams, remember what they did two years ago when they got to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Their first game, they had to go, what, you remember they had to go into Tampa?
4: Yeah. And be Tom Brady? Let, let, can we just say this? The Cleveland Browns are 0 for 3 on fourth down. Yeah. They just keep handing.
3: Well, I mean, now it's 45-14. Yeah, of course but, you're going after. You,
4: you started, you started this 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 landslide.
3: This is the analytics now,
4: Ephraim. This is what they do. Look, Brandon Staley, he set the pace. Brandon Staley's in Hawaii somewhere (laughs) hanging out, reflecting. He's somewhere reflecting right now. Going on those fourth downs all the time. He's reflecting right now, all right? 20 Mai Tais in on the eighth (laughs) day of his, you know, prolonged vacation.
3: This game wasn't going to be won anyway. Browns have no points in the second half. I mean, it was a game early on. The first half was back and forth. And all of a sudden, it was 24-14 at halftime. You're looking up like, wow, Houston's hot. 21-0 in the second half. All right, so are you envisioning Iran's victory tomorrow? I am. On the road against Detroit?
4: I am. A lot of emotion. Matthew Stafford coming in that building. He knows how to play in that building. Yes. Um, Sean McVay. Uh Just the 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 emergence of the running game for the Rams. Well this
3: is uncharted territory for this Lions team. I mean Goff obviously he's been to the playoffs. He got it all the way to a Super Bowl, but the rest of that young team and and Laporta's out. And oh by the way, Cooper
4: Cup. And Cooper Cup's in. Right? Like Kyron Williams is the the line of the year. Puka uh, Nakua is the fire, the draft the still of the year. Yeah.
3: Did anyone predict before the season no. that both Puka Nakua and Kyron Williams no. would be on the Pro Bowl team? No. <laughs> no. But that's where they are. I I don't know. I, I'm rooting for the Lions. The Rams were supposed to be tanking. That's That was what I thought. <laughs> I mean, you had Matthew Stafford. If you don't know this, he, he was named to the Pro Bowl. They're like, well, he's been there. He had never been named to the Pro Bowl before. That's crazy. He caught him one time as an alternate. But this is the first time in his entire career that he actually was initially voted on to the Pro Bowl team. Mm. Wow. And I'm thinking watching last year, he's at the end of the rope. The guy, you know, he's hurt and he'd had injuries the last couple of years, and he pulled it together. Now, I was listening a little bit earlier talking about which team has the most to lose this week in the nfl Mm -hmm. and to me there's no doubt it's not buffalo it's not kansas city it's not cleveland it's not detroit it's the dallas cowboys yeah if they lose at home to green bay
4: and by the way, they the can't. Packers. They can't. They can't do it. They can't.
3: Well, I mean, the Cowboys have been so dominant. That's the point.
4: They can- They've been if, if, so
3: dominant at home all season long, which only amplifies if they were to lose this game. Jordan Love is hot right now. You got to believe that the Packers feel like they're playing with a little house money. He's playing money. well.
4: He's, he's playing, playing Really
3: well. well. And I, I, if Green Bay goes into Dallas and wins that game, you think Mike McCarthy? Did Aaron Rodgers
4: go to the playoffs his first time, his first year starting after uh? No, that far? Oh, no, yeah. Okay. No. Oh, right.
3: Yeah. Oh, I'm not saying, but again, he's not Jordan Love is not Aaron Rodgers. No,
4: no, he's not, and that's a great thing.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you mean you're a little tired of Aaron Rodgers? How about I, him finally getting pulled off his radio show? <laughs> I, I I like that. You know, enough's enough. You're more trouble than you're worth. Sit down. They were paying him like a million a year to be on that radio show? Mm-hmm. Wow. Million a year. Yeah, buddy. You wonder why he went on every week.
4: <laughs> he was gonna show up now. <laughs> he was gonna show up. <laughs>
3: um I can't if Mar- if if Dallas were to lose this game to Green Bay.
4: The, wow, it's funny. CJ Stroud's not even in the game. No, he's, he's taken done. out. Why would you have him in the he's game? He's done.
3: Yep, 31 with seven and a half minutes left. Yeah, go. backup
4: offensive line, everybody. The, I love it. I love it.
3: I think in the second half, he only attempted two passes. Let me see here. His numbers right now, he was 16 to 21 in the first half, and he is, let me see here. Just get a little update on the numbers. He's 16 to 21. He hasn't thrown a pass in the second. <laughs> Not a single one.
4: Hey. Davis Mills threw a pass though. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, you didn't have to after. I the mean, two when, you pick sixes. The, when you spot when you spot when you get spotted, fourteen points. I am t-
3: asking you right now: Is Mike McCarthy going to get fired by Jerry Jones if they lose that game yes. at home to
4: Green Bay? Yes. Without a doubt. Yes.
3: Do you know that Jerry Jones has hired nine coaches and none of them have been African-American?
4: Hey, man. We also saw a picture of Jerry Jones doing something he shouldn't have been doing <laughs> as a kid. Have so, you ever noticed that? How come he doesn't get heat in the league? I mean, he gets heat. He, uh, But, you know... Jerry is one of the founding fathers, right? Is he in, in terms of taking the league to the next level.
3: Well, he, he earned his spot in the Hall of Fame. Of I, I have no doubt that he has earned his spot in his impact on this league. I'm just wondering if he was looking for a new coach.
4: Yeah, it's all right. it's all good, man. It's America's team. <laughs> really America's are they America's team, team? America's, that's what they say I'm sorry I grew up hating that
3: as a Ram fan growing oh, up the original dear. Los Angeles Rams before they moved to Orange County I, 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 there were two teams I hated it was the Cowboys and the Vikings because they used to knock the uh, Rams out of the playoffs every year. <laughs> teams I really but Dallas especially not been a Dallas fan at all
4: well look they have the team they have the home game yes. everything is there in front of them yes. if they lose to a nine and eight Green Bay team, to a nine and eight Green Bay team, mm-hmm. he will be fired. And who's your next coach? I don't know. I don't know.
3: Well, what? he wanted somebody with a Super Bowl pedigree, which is what McCarthy had. Even though he won to one Super Bowl, all those years he had Aaron Rodgers one. Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. All right, we'll continue on here. Uh, again, uh, we're getting ready for a game that hopefully is going to be more competitive than what we have seen today. The Houston Texans are blowing out the Cleveland Browns 45-14 to with seven minutes to go. We'll talk about the Buffalo Bills and how their season completely flipped. Will their late-season surge actually result in some postseason success? We'll break it down.
0: This is Fox Football Saturday
1: Terms and conditions apply. Steve
3: Harbin and Eve from Salam Fox Football Saturday. We're coming live from the TireRack.com studios. Inside two minutes to go, Houston Texans wrapping up their 45-14 win over the Cleveland Browns. By the way, shortly after the show, our podcast will be going up. If you missed any of today's show, be sure to check out the podcast. Just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcast. Be sure to follow, rate, and review the podcast. Again, just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcast. You'll see this show posted right after we get off the air. Meanwhile, as this game wraps up, we're getting ready for this matchup between the Chiefs and the Miami Dolphins in frigid Kansas City. Yes, the temperature will be below zero for kickoff and wind chill Don't ask. Anywhere between 25 and 35 below zero. Of course, they show Taylor Swift arrive at the stadium. She's decked out in some heavy coat that's all decked out with Kelsey and everything else. She won't have to worry about wearing that coat during the game because she'll be in the comfort of a VIP suite. She, She won't be in the
4: elements. Uh, they were essentially. If you're a real fan, Taylor, you'd be. Yeah, let's <laughs> no, let's let's see
3: how much you really love your man by sitting outside. Yeah, my wife almost. Uh,
4: I was playing in Denver, and we had a snow blizzard. Uh, played in, in one of the snow blizzards, and this is when Uggs had really first come out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And my wife was like, I said, hey, uh, you might want to put some socks on. She was like, oh no, I got my Uggs. I said, mm, no, I think you should put some socks on. And she was like, I'm fine. The Uggs will be. They were not fine. She almost. Well, you don't wear socks with Uggs, that's the whole point. I, I look up in the stands. Yeah. She's not in the stands. <laughs> She's underneath the building. Right. In the uh in the back because her feet almost froze off.
3: I remember in 1994, Joe Montana's final year in the NFL when he was with the Chiefs. I was, you know, working on the Charger flagship station and we would go on road trips with the Chargers. It was the year, this is 1994, was the year the Chargers actually ended up going to the Super Bowl that year. Mm -hmm. And my wife and I had just gotten married, and we go to Kansas City, and she's reading the weather report. It's going to be cold, but it was dry. But she says, it's supposed to rain during the game. And I'm not kidding you. We're sitting outdoors at Arrowhead Stadium, and as the balls kicked off to open the game, I feel the first drop. (laughs) And it poured. It was pouring rains throughout that game, and we braved it. We didn't go underneath and look for cover. A true fan. And by the way, the Chargers won that game, key on their Super Bowl run. All right, let's 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 talk a little bit about this game oh coming up now Monday. If you didn't hear, the Buffalo Bills game against the Pittsburgh Steelers in Buffalo has been moved from tomorrow to Monday because of extreme weather. I guess what's happening in Kansas City is not considered extreme weather, but it is in Buffalo. So they're going to move that game to Monday, so we'll have doubleheaders three consecutive days. But this was a Bills team that was sitting at 6-6. Six and six. Remember they had a, a home loss to Denver? I mean, things were looking bad. Not only did they win their last five games in a row, but three of those victories were at Kansas City, blowout win at home against the Cowboys and of course their final win at Miami. Are we overlooking the Buffalo Bills right now? Are they the biggest threat to the Ravens to get to the Super Bowl?
4: I, I think the biggest threat to the Ravens are the Ravens. Um, I, I think what we've seen from them is when Lamar was healthy and playing in these games, he wasn't very effective. Now granted, this is a new offense. Uh, they have more weapons, I think, they, than they've had at any point in, in, in Lamar Jackson's tenure there. So just the pressure for him as a, as, a, as the quarterback to come out and prove that, look, I belong. I am the best player in the league and put the team on his back. I I think th- that's the biggest dynamic. I think that's the biggest hurdle and obstacle for them. I know
3: Lamar Jackson by the way the Associated Press came out with the all-pro team this week and Lamar Jackson was the quarterback. He's most likely going to be the most valuable player. But I look at the kind of season that Josh Allen has had. Now he's thrown 18 interceptions this year. That's a lot.
4: Oh, yeah, he's reckless.
3: 29 touchdown passes, 66 comple- uh, completion percentage. But when he was really struggling, this season could have unraveled easily on this team. And Josh Allen's the leader of that Buffalo Bills team. Yes, of course. And he held it together. I mean, they were six and six, and they went into Kansas City and won. Then they had the blowout win against the Cowboys. And then with everything on the line in that final game, they go to Miami and they win. Those are big victories. That's
4: huge, huge victories.
3: So now think about this. If the home field holds up and there is a final score now, Houston has defeated Cleveland 45-14. Shout out to, to the Houston Texans. Amazing. Absolutely amazing run. Did we go Ryan's, uh, of course, the votes are already in, but I'm sure he will end up as your Coach of the year. I feel so bad for the Rans Puka Nakua. I mean, yeah. he'd be offensive rookie of the year in any other year. CJ Stroud, if you want to hear an unbelievable stat in the regular season, he is just the third quarterback ever to lead the league in passing yards per game and touchdown pass to interception ratio in the second, in both categories. Third quarterback ever to do it. The other two, Joe Montana and Tom Brady. Huh. And he did it as a rookie.
4: So there's your offensive rookie of the year. I wonder how Carolina's feeling right now. <laughs> Just wonder.
3: Is that a job you want? If i I want I, to stay with Buffalo for a second here, though. So if the home field holds up, if the Chiefs prevail at home, which they should against Miami, and the Bills win at home against the Steelers, which they should, that means that next week you would have Buffalo hosting the Kansas City Chiefs. It would be the first road playoff game of Patrick Mahomes' career. That's a
4: tough place to go on the road to, too.
3: I don't think the weather's going to warm up in a week. (laughs) My guess. I don't know what the Buffalo weather is going to be like, but it's going to be cold. And again, he plays in a cold outdoor stadium in Kansas City, so he'll be coming off one of the coldest games in history. But it's still a road game. And I know we're speculating. Games have to be played, but if it does end up Kansas City at Buffalo next week. Mm. I I there's something about Josh Allen and this Bills team that I think is flying under the radar right
4: now. I, I get it. The thing that scares me about Josh is his propensity to to put just give the ball away. That's tough, man. It's when you can make all of the throws. We just saw with Flacco twice, two pick sixes. When you can make all the throws, you throw your inhibitions out the window, you can almost become reckless. James Winston was like that. You had a cannon for an arm. You can get the ball there. You just are reckless. And that's the thing that we've seen outside of one year with Josh Allen. He Will put the ball in harm's way for no reason, and man, that is the weather is going to be a problem for that, both teams. That, for both teams, but that ball's not going to spin quite like you want it to. So I, you know that's that's the thing that scares me.
3: Well, if we Buffalo. get there, if we get there next week, and we're sitting here previewing a look, Buffalo hosting look, Kansas City look, game,
4: look, look, I'm trying to. Clean off the uh,
3: you can't see the windows, the windows you, you, in you, you, the suites. Yeah, first of all, you're breathing inside the suites, yeah, <laughs> unless you stop breathing, that's going to fog up immediately. When it's that cold outside and you're breathing inside, you can't see. <laughs> you want to know one of the all time crazy things? This is old school, some of these old school stadiums that I went to way back in the day. So in Cleveland. The old municipal stadium, and they used to call it the mistake by yeah. the lake. Yep. So I was there for a Raider game in 1985, and they got me in an auxiliary booth at the top of the stadium. And it had a sliding window, but it wasn't glass, it was plastic, or, you know, like, and it was all scratched up. Literally, I could not see anything. And it was freezing, freezing in Cleveland. Because that wind's coming off the lake, right?
4: Coming off the lake, man. So
3: during the entire game, we would open the window to watch the play and close it. Open. Close. Open for the entire game. They are having a nightmare. They were giving away tickets at Arrowhead today. <laughs> Nobody's going to brave that. 30 no, below projected wind chill for this game. And it looks every bit that cold. It
4: looks frigid out there.
3: <laughs> when you're in that nice warm blocker room. What do you do on the sidelines? How does it work on the sidelines to keep you warm?
4: They have a, a, a jet engine heater yeah, but next to the benches. A,
3: but it's like when you're in the pool, right? You jump in the pool, it's really cold, and then you sort of get used to it. Yep. And then you get out of the pool. And then you get back in. And then you get back in, and now it's twice as cold. Hey, man. Is yeah. that the way it works in the football? You get they all nice heated, and warm they have heated, and
4: heated. heated benches, which are very hot. I've been on one of those heated benches. They will burn your buns. Right. They're very hot, and, and they have little things where you can put your feet, feet. through the little yep. contraption, so, yeah, so you can uh, get the you know the ice or the mud. But doesn't that or make it
3: even more cold when you get out on the field once you warm up on the sideline? Yes, man. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yes, what you have to do is you have to take your helmet. Also, that you you ever seen uh, players go to the back of the bench and they stick their helmet on this like these sticks back there? Right. Those are heaters. Oh, because if you don't put your helmet on there, yeah. You're not going to be able to put it on your head. Oh, that's right. Your head does your
3: head expand in the cold?
4: Yes, but <laughs> but the the uh, the protective cushions inside the helmet right become rock solid because oh, yeah. they're frozen.
3: How did they do it back in the old days? <laughs> How did they do it? You watch that ice bowl. That NFL championship game between the Packers uh, and the Cowboys, yeah. the coldest game ever played at minus 13 degrees. Yep. The whole field was frozen solid. It was ice. Look
4: at them out there, boy. Look at them. Uh, look at Miami. We're uh, watching Miami in the middle of the field.
3: You can sell right now. You ready for this? <laughs> oh, wow. Temperature right now, current conditions, minus 4 degrees is the temperature. Wind chill, minus 23. All
4: you had right to do. Right now, and it's not going to get any warmer. All you had to do was win a home game. Wow. That's all you had to do. So we're talking about one of the
3: coldest games in NFL history. Hey, let's find out what is trending right now. Here's a man that could weather any storm. I know that. Eddie Garcia. Eddie, would you even venture out on the field
5: at wind chill, negative 25, 30 degrees? Uh, For the right price, yes, I would. (laughs) Uh, I'm pretty sure sure they would not... uh, meet my price for mm. that but uh, I, I love going to games my wife and i are charger season ticket holders uh so obviously we have no clue what a hot what a cold weather game is actually like <laughs> but we love going to games and uh if you gave me if you have to pay me to go watch this game but i'll be more than happy to watch it from the comfort of the studio but.
3: now i i know that like packer fans are allowed to actually bring like a flask with them <laughs> i didn't know that oh yeah yeah, the, when they have extreme cold, yeah, I've I've heard if you want to bring something to
5: warm your insides, a little extra. Well, Lambo has metal bleachers too. Oh, yeah, I know still, pe- that's
1: still people
5: ridiculous. People will, will bring in blankets, but they'll they'll freeze to the seats. You just got you got to <laughs> leave it there.
1: <laughs> well,
3: it it looks like I mean Arrowhead obviously sells that every single game, but it, there, there's. There's some gaping
5: gaps. (laughs) I can't blame them. They're they're great fans in Kansas City, but I cannot blame them for this game. No such problems in Houston, though. Uh, Earlier today, uh, obviously a dome stadium, but not that cold anyway, but uh, the Texans were certainly hot uh, and they took it to the Browns. 45-14, it is a final. The first half was all about rookie quarterback C.J. Stroud. Three touchdown passes in the first half. He didn't even finish the game. They took him out early. That's how uh, bad this one was. He finished 16 to 21, 274 yards, and those three touchdowns in the first half. Second half was about the Texans' defense. Two interception returns of Joe Flacco, four touchdowns. And again, the Texans. What a season it's been so far, and they're still alive, beating up on the Browns. 45. To 14. Of course, the game about to get underway in Kansas City. We're all interested to see how these players deal with the elements. Chiefs hosting the Dolphins. Steve just mentioned minus four the temperature, but they say it feels like minus 23. Uh, reports for the Dolphins, this is good news. Running back Raheem Mostert and his 18 touchdowns that led the NFL. Uh, he'll be playing, so will wide receiver Jalen Waddle. They had been nursing injuries all week, but they're both officially active for this game. Speaking of bad weather, Steelers and Bills not going to play tomorrow because of severe weather in Buffalo. They have moved the game to Monday and they will now have a 4:30 p.m. Eastern Time kickoff on monday between the bills and the steelers so two games today two games sunday and two games on monday for super wild card weekend college basketball busy busy day uh, just a few games of note to pass along number 3 Kansas beat number 9 Oklahoma 78-66 in the only battle of ranked teams today top ranked Purdue over Penn State 95-66 and one upset in the top 25 number 6 Kentucky losing to Texas a and in overtime 97-92 all the other top 25 teams are winners one NHL final Capitals over the Rangers 3 to 2. Now back to Evram Swam and Steve Harbin in the tireact.com, Fox Sports Radio Studios.
3: Eddie, I'm watching right now what's going on here. That field is frozen.
4: It's unforgiving.
3: That that field at Arrowhead is absolutely frozen. It, it's going to be so like the being tackled footing, on concrete. Now, uh, yeah, I mean, it. Which well, doesn't feel good, by no, the way. I no, can't it imagine. It, it can only exasperate the situation. Eddie, thank you so much. Great job. Great, you guys. great to see you, Eddie. Nice to see, see you. Guys. I don't know when we're going to see you again, Eddie, you know, usually. Never, never, whenever. Uh, all my best to all your gang over there on the overnights. All right. So, uh, Ephraim, we're, we're looking at some close-up shots here at Arrowhead right now. That field is frozen. Let's just talk about what kind of footwear you have. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there were legendary games back in the day when they had frozen fields way back when it's all grass fields where they would go to tennis shoes. They couldn't wear any kind of cleats because the field is frozen. Again, this, you know, I, I give the Dolphins a fighting chance in this game under these conditions because of Tyreek Hill. Yeah. He is the most dangerous man on the field, and trying to cover Tyreek Hill on a frozen track a problem is a problem.
4: It's definitely a problem.
3: Because he makes a cut, and if you can't match that cut or your foot slips slightly...
4: He gone. Bye-bye.
3: So I think... I I like what you say as far as their two-headed monster and getting their running game going. And short passes, but you don't have to throw a ball down the field when you have a Tyreek Hill. That's true. Even Mahomes didn't. I mean, they they do it on occasion, but you don't have to necessarily stretch the field here. Um these are some interesting games. They really are. I love this. But I love the weather. It's Colby great because
4: it's, it's, it's playoffs. And, yeah, inclement weather happens in football. We're outside. This is what it's all about. You see those hand muffs that yeah. they have? Yeah. You know
3: who was the first one to market those to the NFL? Who? Mark Davis. Oh, really? When Mark Davis was, you know, long before, because his father never had a job for him with the organization. <laughs> but Mark's a smart business guy. I can promise you that. And that was one of the things he marketed, were these hand muffs. This is back in the early 90s, late 80s, early 90s. And now, of course, everyone's wearing them today in Kansas City. Oh, man. A few bare-arm guys, couple.
4: (sighs) Yeah, it it looks awful. (laughs) It feels exactly how it looks. Oh, man. It really does. And by the way, if you're
3: wearing gloves... So these gloves that the receivers wear are like stick'em I mean they you know we used to, in the old days when they actually wore what they called stick um and these gloves have the same effect, but do they have the same effect if they're frozen?
4: No wouldn't they be like slippery? It's uh I, I mean, it's just watching them uh look at the wind, look at the, the breath. it's thick. Like Kelsey, Kelsey, by the way, is uh, bare-armed. Hey,
3: man. He's, he's showing off to his girlfriend as she's sitting in the very comfort of those VIP suites out there. Oh, there you go. Mahomes' wife making her cameo. Big kiss on the sideline. Did your wife ever come down on the field and give you a big kiss on the field before a game? No,
4: no, no, no. We, 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 I have <laughs> I'm, I'm working. we got, I got business to attend to. Yeah.
3: She, she can't miss any airtime. She needs it right now. Wow. Who are these poor people on the field and why are they on the field?
4: Take them kids out of there, man.
3: <laughs> what are you doing? I, I've heard like, like they have my sister lives in Iowa, right mm-hmm. outside of Cedar Rapids. You know, we got the Iowa caucuses coming up on Monday. The temperature in Iowa on Monday is negative two. By the way, they they were going back to 1972 with the Iowa caucuses. The coldest weather they ever had for that day was in the mid-20s. This year, it's negative two. Oh,
4: good Lord. Yeah.
3: On, on, on Tuesday, I talked to her the other day, it's going to be negative seven. That's the high temperature. And we're like, do you ever even venture out? She goes, no, I go about my normal business. How? That's aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> you would not catch me. And by the way, they actually have warnings about frostbite, like how much how much time you can expose yourself to these kind of temperatures where you actually can suffer some level of frostbite. Well, the Miami Dolphins are getting ready right now. Again, it's frozen. This game is, well, we got uh, a ways to go, but it is expected to feel like. I like that when they talk about it's three four degrees below zero temperature-wise, but it feels like negative 23. How do you tell the difference? (laughs) Wait a second. What does the temperature say? Minus four? No, no, no. It feels like negative 23. At some point, it's the point of no return. This is crazy, Bill. All right, this is going to be absolutely bonkers, this game. By the way, again, if you want to watch this game, you better have Peacock and we'll let you in on a little secret. So we found out that if you sign up with Instacart, you get a free subscription to Peacock. And as far as signing up for Instacart, it's free for 14 days. So you know you know how those things, they get you every time, right? You sign up, you get the free trial, and then in the fine print it goes, then we'll start charging you, and people forget that they signed up for the free trial, and the next thing you know, here come the bills. Don't forget. So you sign up for Instacart. You get the free hookup for Peacock, cancel, and
4: you watch the game. Or don't cancel. Keep the subscription. Hold on. Hold on. Listen, folks. Listen what he has to say. Keep the subscription. And watch. And then after you watch the game, tune into a, a, a their number one show on the network called Bel Air. Bel Air, yes. which is a reimagining of the hit sitcom back in the uh, mm-hmm. the '90s, uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, but this is through a dramatic lens.
3: You wouldn't happen and to have any association with well, the show?
4: I, uh, I'm one of the writers. One of the writers. Uh, I am the longest tenured writer on the show. It's right. when We're going into our thir- third season now. Working di- wasn't well, there a, a time when I was working with right you now?
3: where you were like producing? You were doing the whole show. Y- y- yeah,
4: we. This <laughs> is this is what this is what we're doing. So, what season is this? This for? is the third season. Very good. Congratulations. I'm actually, breaking my episode this week. So uh, excited about that. When, mm-hmm. I, when I get off work here, I'll go tune into <laughs> to Peacock and then I'll jot some things down. Write a couple scenes. All right. Well, you know what? For you. Yeah, keep it. As my dear friend. And and you're getting it today, right? You're getting Peacock today. Oh, you heard I, you. I just I called you. the house.
3: All right. Sign up. After the game. And I got to get the premium because if you get the normal service, $6 a month, you're not going to get this. After the game. Yeah.
4: Bel Air. Watch, watch the first episode of Bel Air. Let me know what you think.
3: I will tell you. And I'll have a full report next week. I appreciate that. All right, there you go. All right, coming up on the other side, we'll make our final predictions on the rest of the games during this first week of the NFL playoffs. This is Fox Football Saturday.
1: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. He is.
3: Steve Arbony from Salon Fox Football Saturday. We are live from the Tyrac.com studios. I want to thank our crew today. It was unbelievable to see Eddie Garcia here doing updates today. It's great to see Eddie. Of course, Always one of the fixtures on the overnights here forever uh, at Fox Sports I didn't Radio. I know he
4: was up during the daytime. I, I didn't either.
3: Lorena Empire. back uh, having a huge impact as she does on well, 2023 now and 2024. And Patrick is here. Are we going to see more of you, Patrick? I would like to think so. Yes, so would I. So, uh, Patrick, great job today. Appreciate it. All right. um, Just a quick update again on the situation uh, in Kansas City right now where the weather is as cold, if not colder, than advertised. The
4: weather outside is frightful. It is brutal right now in in Kansas City. No way delightful. So there, it's going to hurt when you fall. Temperature
3: at minus 10.
4: <laughs> Andy Reid looks like a tomato.
3: Everybody's face looks like is just, it just. If, if cannot... you're
4: watching it on television, it's like, oh, my God, my contrast and color is off. No, do not adjust your sets.
3: All right. Actually, right now, the temperature is minus two. Oh, that's not that bad. That's not bad. I do to too. <laughs> but it's changing every second.
4: Look how much color he has in his face when he's inside in this press conference, and then
3: yeah, he's on. a different com- color entirely. By the way, I saw a couple of the players that have like a, a shield for their eyes, yep. and it's fogging up. Yes, which is bad if you're uh, that's going to be looking difficult. to catch a ball.
4: Yeah, that, so be you can
3: already work. see they're trying to remove those because you need to be able to see. Yes. If you're going to actually catch the football. All right, so looking at the games so we have, the first home team, by the way, Houston was an underdog at home against Cleveland, uh, and they won by 31. So when you look at the home teams, Casey against Miami, tomorrow you got Dallas at home against Green Bay, Detroit at home against the Rams, and on Monday, that Buffalo game moved from tomorrow to Monday because of extreme weather. They're hosting the Steelers, and then you have... Tampa Bay at home against Philadelphia. We haven't talked much about that game. No. So everyone figures, all right, we know Philadelphia lost five of the last six games. A.J. Brown's now out. I mean, they're all banged up. But still, the Eagles are a better team than Tampa, which means they're a slight favorite. But after what I saw today with Houston at home against Cleveland, could we see a similar Tampa Bay win at home against a faltering Eagles team? Yes.
4: The 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 problem with the Eagles are they are off kilter. You can't be off kilter going into the uh, the playoffs. And what I mean by off kilter is they're playing well below their abilities. What happened this year? They it, were, it just they, even when they were sitting at ten and one, yeah, yeah. it wasn't looking right. And 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 it wasn't like they stumbled a little bit and they were able to right the ship. The ship is sinking. It's taking on water, and they haven't been able to plug the holes. So to think they can come out and just plug the holes right away, right, Baker Mayfield's just crazy enough to go into Philadelphia and pull it out. He's just crazy enough to do it.
3: I like Tampa. If I were to say one home team that's going to lose, it's Detroit against the Rams. And I hate to say that because I know there are a lot of Lion fans that have been suffering forever. I've said this. In my lifetime, And that's a pretty long lifetime so far. Mm -hmm. The Lions have won one playoff game. That was in 1991. Since 1957, they've won one playoff game. I'm rooting for the Lions. I just have a bad feeling about their game, hey, especially Kelsey. after what happened to Cleveland today.
4: Taylor Swift's there. She's a nice puffy coat. Oh, yeah. Travis Kelsey. She'll take that puffy, puffy coat Cole. off as soon
3: as she gets into that
4: nice, cozy VIP doesn't booth. look like she was walking towards the stands in terms no, of sitting out in There's the no elements. Stands. No, this is as much weight as you're going to brave right there. With the fans out, out Wait. in the elements. If you want to get, the did you taste. see her reaction
3: to that joke at the uh, Golden Globes the other night? Yeah.
4: If you want to get the taste of NFL football, No, she doesn't want that, right? You got to go out in the elements, sit outside.
3: She might have put on an extra layer of her distinctive red lipstick, you know, for a little lip protection. Why are you really focusing in on the on, okay. Well, well no, she right. that's hey, her well, that's her bread and butter. Whatever. That's Especially whatever. that's why whatever floats her boat. That's why she was excited about rooting for a guy with the Chiefs because they have red.
4: Oh, red.
3: Red, red uniforms. Goes with her attire. <laughs> All right,
1: any
4: other upsets? Can you see Green Bay winning tomorrow against Dallas? I can see it, but I don't think it's going to happen. Any I, chance I think Pittsburgh
3: t- goes into Buffalo with Mason Rudolph and beats the Bills?
4: Well, yeah, I mean... The well, weather's going to be bad. It'd it, it help if uh, T.J. Watt was playing. So because he's not playing, I don't give them much of a chance to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, just having him coming off the edge and putting the pressure... Mm-hmm. Uh, I, not having that you leave a lot of uh you know of work to do by high smith but having them together that that is a recipe see, for disaster i see i bills
3: will blow out i have the ball the bills winning big I, I believe dallas will win big at home i hope so i love tampa at home i really do the eagles tampa? the eagles are you lose brown on top of everything else like yeah. you needed any other problems uh i'm taking uh, the rams on the road against detroit And then I'm closing my eyes right now to picture this game. Miami at Kansas City. What are you smelling right now? Are you smelling a KC easy win today? No, I don't think
4: it'll be easy. Uh, uh, I I think um, Mm. KC pulls it out by a field goal at the end. Really? A close game.
1: I'm going to go with KC going away. Keep it here. Much more coming up. This is Fox Sports Radio.